Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. Welcome to the Naked Parent Podcast. My name is Chad Ratliff and I'm your host of today's show. And I'm excited to talk to you all today about inclusion and acceptance. And you're going to find out why I'm so excited to have Chelsea Bowman with us because you're going to find out why there's no better qualified person to talk to us about inclusion and acceptance than Chelsea. And a little bit why before we get into our conversation is Chelsea's a stay-at-home mom and Navy wife. And she's originally from Belize, a small country in the Caribbean. And she moved to the U.S. about four years ago. Her husband is actually her childhood sweetheart, which I think is just the cutest thing on the planet. And they ended up eloping in 2016 and had Mason in 2018. And then they were completely unprepared for that uh, experience. And then at the age of three, their son was diagnosed with autism after relentless efforts to advocate for him to be evaluated. And fast forwarding to today, her life has completely changed. New duty station, new to different therapies and navigating all this without a solid support system. So... Naked Parent Nation, we're the support system today, and she's going to share her journey with us to support us. So welcome to the show, Chelsea. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. I mean, you've heard my story. It's been a whirlwind. I did not think that a year ago I would be on a podcast talking about my autistic child. So this is wild. Isn't it amazing how life works? I mean, you just it's like stay back and hold on for Crazy. the ride, right? You weren't planning on having a child. I imagine you were excited when you heard you were going to have a child. I mean, or my what? husband was deployed. He oh. came back. And what could I say after seven months of not seeing each other? <laughs> things just happened. Welcome home. <laughs> so uh, we had our son. A bit of our backstory is, yes, we both grew up in Belize, so that's all we've ever known. My husband is a U.S. citizen, so he, one of his first things to do when he graduated high school was ship out to boot camp. We lost touch, and a couple years into his service, we kind of reconnected, and we were just like, hey, let's do this thing. I've forward to 2018, we found out I was pregnant, found out it was a boy. I spent a lot of my pregnancy actually alone because he Mm. was deployed in and out. So it was crazy. And then our son was born and I, he was here for a while, but I was basically a single parent. You know, a lot of people, a lot of my family are just like, no, but you had me. I mean, it's different. We're military. I'm sure a lot of military families can relate to the struggles it is to not have your partner be at home all the time. And it just became our way of life. He was in, he was out. Uh, our son grew up, had his first birthday. 
And after his first birthday, that's when I kind of started noticing the signs. Okay. You know, it was strange for us because he wasn't developmentally really early, started crawling super early, had his first word was actually Alexa, like the echo dot like oh when you God. call for Alexa. No that was his first word. So we're so here funny. thinking we have boy genius on our hands. And after I took a trip to my sister-in-law in Colorado, he just started regressing and the mama and the dada stopped. Mm. And I started to get concerned. Everything everybody's go-to was his dad's not there. It's only you. You have no friends. You have no family. Like he's not getting enough interaction. It's fine. It's okay. And I just started one night I went on Google and I started to look up the traits that I saw in him. I kept searching. I kept searching. I was like, this is autism. Like, I know mm. it for a fact. Like, this has to be ADHD or autism somewhere on the spectrum. Okay. And it took a long time for him to get his diagnosis because I had family members and friends telling me, like, it's not that. Like, you know, probably something else. So it's been a whirlwind. I will tell you when I did get diagnosis, like most people that would probably feel sad or depressed about the situation. I was happy. I was okay. relieved because I knew in that moment, like my parenting judgment was not wrong. Like I knew I had that mother's intuition. That's kind of just like my message for today. Trust your instinct. When you know something's not right with your child, advocate for your child. I can't tell you, I mean, the percentage of parents that talk on this show that were told by their doctors or their family that there was nothing wrong with their child is through the roof. And obviously the people that are on the show, something, a diagnosis came to their family. And so it's just friends and family are giving the wrong information to their loved ones. And they're trying to be helpful. They're actually doing the exact More opposite. harm than good. Yeah. And that's what I want to tell my family and friends. Like when I talk about my story, you did what you could in that moment to help me. But I knew, you know, I knew otherwise and I knew differently. And so I'm just grateful that we did get the diagnosis and we've come such a long way since then. It's It's been amazing, the progress he has made because of all the therapies oh, and ABA. Cool. And so tell me a little bit about your conversation with your husband. I mean, you're telling him this over the phone, I have to imagine that you're seeing some signs or did you tell us about letting your husband know about your thoughts so this was rough we don't have phone connection often being on underways and deployments so we rely heavily on email okay and for me to tell my husband who has worked 16 17 hours days i think there's something wrong with our oh. son it didn't go well there oh was a lot of fights a lot of miscommunication when he would come home for one to two weeks at a time, I would get him to like seriously focus in. He didn't really see the signs like I did. He's like, okay, it's new. Like for military families, reintegration is a huge part of our everyday life. And so there would be days where my son like would be like, who is this strange man in my house? Oh like, my why God. is he here? And then the last two days, it's just like, huh, Dada's home. This is great. And then he's packing up to leave again. So my husband 
really didn't start to understand the traits and the symptoms until shore duty moving to Pensacola in December, where we were now living the average day American eight to five job where he's home all the time. And he started seeing like, okay, something's not right. I see. And then how did you both handle it? I mean, uh, some people get angry, some get depressed, some get scared. Most parents are sad, scared. They went through the motions. My husband was super upset about it. It took him some time to come around to it. With me, you would have thought it was a celebration of joy. When I got the diagnosis, first thing I did was get on the phone. I called therapists. I got on wait lists. And then one of the things I did for myself was reach out to a therapist on behalf of me. Good. I can't do it if I'm not in a good place mentally. I cannot be the best parent I can be for my child. And so I thought it was super important for me to have a space for me to vent. You know, it's hard not having a physical support. So I knew that's one of the crucial steps I had to take in order to just get on this journey with having a autistic child. That's very smart for many reasons, which we'll talk about a little bit more later in the show. So tell us with your child's you know, uh, everybody on the spectrum is in a different place, right? It's a wide, the spectrum's a very vast spectrum. What does a bad day look like for your child or for your family? So a bad day for us would be, I don't know if you have or have experienced this firsthand with children with autism who have absolutely no fear in what they do. Mm. My child is fearless and there was a day that I was home in the backyard and I took my eye off him for one second and he was gone Mm -hmm. I freaked out I knew that we had a small gap in our fence and so I knew that's the only place he could have escaped from by the time I got to where he was at he was about to cross the street into oncoming traffic and luckily I had a neighbor who was the sweetest person was always outside always gardening he saw my son and threw his body into traffic to like stop it oh my gosh and my son finally like realized what was happening and ran back to me and I just remember walking inside the house sobbing calling my mom was just like I know I'm not crazy like these are all signs like something's going on you know and it was very hard breaking that news to my husband because it's over email and how could I tell him that I'm the only parent almost killed your son because I took one minute to look away yeah so that was by far one of the most wild memories i've had with our son yeah those moments i mean i i where you're sitting in there with your child after and you're just reflecting on what transpired could have happened yeah i got the chills thinking about it you know um it's just it's exhausting in those moments and uh where you think about what that like you said the possibility could have been so Are there any aha moments that stand out for you? You know something? I think the beautiful thing about having a child on the spectrum is that every little thing is pretty much an aha moment. Ah, You know, like when they're in therapy and 
day, do something that the therapist wanted them to do, or he or she looks at you and the animal noise that you were practicing for a month, he finally said it. I've had, and I share on my blog all the time that it really has made me stop and just marvel in the person he is, what he likes, you know, and I truly appreciate everything. If there's an aha moment, I would say his birthdays. His birthdays are always special. For some reason, every time he sees a candle, he thinks it's his birthday. So we'll mm-hmm. sing happy birthday and he'll have this big grin on his face and clap and he blows out the candle. So appreciate the little things and everything. I love that. That quote better be cut from the show out. Every When you have a child on the spectrum, every day, everything is an aha moment. That's awesome. Pretty much everything. Yeah, no, my daughter, when you go to another birthday party, she looks at, you know, she gets really excited <laughs> when you're going to start singing. And then when she realizes she's not like the yeah. one, she looks at me like devastated, <laughs> you know, doesn't understand what's going on. Do you want me to assume the position in the front of the cake <laughs> to blow the candles? So funny. So funny. You mentioned one of the first things you did was reach out to a therapist, which I think is so, so, so super important. For me, sometimes I think men- my mental health is the only thing I need to worry about is yeah. because there's nothing wrong with my son. Some st- You know, we're just going through life and learning and adapting and and working on whatever it is. But the only thing wrong is Exactly. Well, how the parents deal. Yes. And I think it's super important. Like I said, I'm from Belize where mental health has just started to become a stigma. People are just starting to take it seriously. So when I told my family, like, you know, I, I suffer from anxiety and depression ever since I was a little girl for me to get help. And it took my child parenting for me to seek help there's been years of damage that I need to work on but most importantly I need to have a strong mind in order to be the best parent I could be I'm not saying things aren't going to be smooth sailing with therapy there are setbacks it's a big title to hold just being a parent on a whole much less being the parent of a special needs child I just think it's really important to check in with yourself be every two weeks, every week. Just get all that you're thinking out there and find strategies that work best for you, especially in overwhelming times where kids are having a tantrum. It works wonders. It's helped me with my marriage, with parenting, with just everyday life, being a person. Awesome. Are there any other things that are important for your personal self-care? So I'm huge on blogging. I I like to share pieces of my life. I believe in feng shui, which is the art of moving around your environment. I think all of those things contribute to my sanity. You know, (laughs) it might be different for every parent, but I find clean home, a clean space, A well-cooked meal, time out with friends and family, crucial to just keep on doing what we got to do as parents of special needs children. That's right. So uh, how is your support system today? This is a touchy subject. Okay. Um, 
it could be better. We are a military family, and if there's any viewers who are military, they will understand that you move from time to time and you leave your old support systems behind and you start anew, you leave family or you return to family. For us, one of the things that I made a mission when I got here was to find a group of friends and a group of family that I could depend on. And so far I've had amazing help where I locked other places, other duty stations like Virginia. And so it's been going good. And I think a huge part of having a support system, whether far or near, is educating them to the best of our abilities on what autism is, what are things that they could do to help. I think open communication is key to just inviting people into your space and having them understand that this is your reality. I think that's just super important for any support system to know that no matter what, just check in, call. It goes a long way. And what do you have to say? You know, we're talking about inclusion and acceptance. How, how is that for you? Are you exclusively with kind of connected with military family, other, other wives or? You know, I branch out wherever possible. One of the things with my blog is I, I try to appeal to all types of family, whether it be single parents, military, a nuclear family, like what I have extended. I try my best to keep an open range. Great. And we'll put it in the show notes, but uh, what's the address to the blog so that our viewers can check you out? Oh, thank you. Uh, so it's just my name. It's Bowman. And you can find that on Instagram. I am a lifestyle blogger and I just love sharing bits and pieces of Mason's world. That's the name of my son. Like I said, or I would say to anybody, it's just Mason's world and we're all living in it. That's awesome. What are you working on that's challenging right now for you? And what are you working on that you're excited about? Kind of give us um, like a day in the life. So both my husband and I are college students, apart oh. from just being stay-at-home parent, working parent. Right now, we've entered the wonderful world of ABA therapy. And when I get into something, we just love to dive in and over-educate ourselves as much as possible. So ABA is the challenge. We're working out how to just to have a schedule it's a lot of hours so we're moving around therapies we have family life it's all just a lot and then I have my blog where I dabble here and there I'm also dealing with that the holidays are coming up people want to see certain things so it's wherever I can fit everything in we're just doing the best we can and making it work I tell you the parents that come on this show are are such go-getters. I mean, I think, I don't know if it's because of the extreme needs that special needs children require that sort of activates the super parents, the super moms in all of you, but, <laughs> but it's unbelievable. I mean, school is just, you know, uh, very inspiring to uh, meet people like yourself who are just, you know, changing the world in, in amazing ways. So. Yeah. I definitely think that 
all moms work hard. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, Special needs right. moms, we're just a different breed of badasses. I'm sorry if I can't say that word. No, you here. can't. You can't. And I think the end goal is just to give your child the best quality of life that they can, whether single dads, single moms. I think the goal is to just strive and lift our kids up in whatever they want to do. I mean, it does come with a lot of doubts. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. There are times that I wonder whether or not that I'll be a grandparent, whether that I'll get to see my son graduate from high school, you know, but I think putting one foot before the next one step forward and just going day by day really helps to just have you appreciate the little things, have you slow down, have you take time to parent and connect with your child to the best that we can. I'm super grateful that you brought that up about the, will they graduate high school? Because I think some of those thoughts are the thoughts that a lot of us parents are too embarrassed to, to talk share. about. And so we, we hold it inside, but we still think about it. And then that stews into and morphs into something who knows. And so I'm, I'm, I appreciate you bringing that up because it doesn't mean we need to dwell on it and we shouldn't. It's not something we need to, that's going to affect our day in a positive way, but it is something that we think about and it is, you know, a real fear and we need to talk about it so that it doesn't, you know, burn us from inside. Exactly. It's your job as a parent to worry. It's, it's always going to be in the back of your subconscious. It's just how you handle it, which is my quote that I, I sent to you, which is when you're a mother, you never really worry or you're never really alone in your thoughts. You think twice, one for your child and one for yourself. I always try to be the next step ahead to just figure out how am I going to be the best parent that he needs me to be today and not try to dwell on five years from now, 10 years from now. Yes. Well, you Mason's a lucky guy. You seem like a wonderful mother. And, <laughs> Thank you. Um, We're all he's, trying. He's Yeah, you seem like a wonderful mom. You should give yourself a lot of credit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we do like a little lightning round of quick questions where you can give like one word to one sentence answers. You up for it? Uh, absolutely. Okay. So what is the best advice you've received? It is what it is. You know, don't try to change things. Just roll with the punches. It'll save yourself so much heartache. Nice. Share a personal habit that contributes to your success. Um, honestly, like I said, I'm big into self-care. I take a couple hours every week to myself, whether it may be I'm going to Target, get my hair done, just something for me so that when I come back, I am ready to be the best mom to my child. Do you have a top resource or recommendation to share with other parents? I do. So I strongly advise any parent who is, has an autistic child, think that their child's on a spectrum, has not been diagnosed, to recall, reach out to your local autism center. I will give big props to Autism Pensacola, they have done such a wonderful job with just coming up with events and putting out information. I have gotten a lot of help through them recently. So just awesome. your local autism center. 
I meant to say, besides your blog, do you have a top resource or recommendation to share with other parents? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, thank you for that recommendation. What's next on your list that you want to add for your personal well-being? Next on my list is just to get my blog up and with my views, trying to make that into a slow income as well as I'm a student. So I would love to have my degree and hopefully get some certifications in ABA therapy so that I could do some of the work myself with my with Mason. Awesome. You're getting, you're really rolling your sleeves up. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, what's one thing you think would improve your life if you did it or had it? Family support. I wish my mom was here. I wish my dad was here, my brothers, but it is what it is. And we're making the best we can with technology. That's beautiful. You come full circle with it is what it is. I wish, <laughs> that for, I wish that for you as well. And in the meantime, I want to offer us and my viewership as your family support. And I think online, we all find a new way to support one another. So for whatever that's worth, I, I hope you stay connected with us and the show. Do you have any final words of advice to share with listeners or moms or dads out there? I do. So first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I will definitely be listening to every podcast, every YouTube that comes out. I'm excited that y'all reached out to me and let me be a part of this show. One advice that I do have for parents who have not had a diagnosis with your son or daughter is advocate, trust your mom intuition, trust your dad intuition, and do the best you can to advocate for your child. Acceptance, awareness, it's all there. You have such a wonderful community out there for you. Chelsea, you've been a you've been a light and a spark in in my day, and the listeners, I'm sure, will feel the same way. I want to thank you for being on the show with us, and I look forward to finding out what you do next. And thank I'll, you, thank I'll you. I'll be following your blog, and we'll put it in our show notes, and uh, we'll touch base down the road. Awesome! Thank you so much for having me, Chad. All right, have a great day. All right, you too. Bye bye. This concludes our show for today, and I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics, and the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes and we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long. So long.